Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to the Shenanigans podcast. Um, This episode is actually one I recorded last year for the Islandesian Experience podcast that I run with my sister. Um, It's about the API umbrella or identity or whatever you want to call it. API as an Asian Pacific Islander. Um, So as always, please feel free to give your perspective or feedback. If you have the Anchor FM app, then please, by all means, feel free to call in. Um, You can do that whether or not we're on air. Um, Or you can send an email or an audio clip via email to sha, S-H-A, at merire, M-E-R-I-R-E-I, dot com, or to info at islandesia.net. Um, if you ever listen to Native Expat Radio, then you know how this goes. Please don't drink and drive, don't drink and dial, don't drink and text, don't drink and tweet, don't drink and do anything you might regret come morning, because come morning you will regret it. Stay safe, y'all, and until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Shenanigans Podcast. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Islandesian Experience Podcast. This is the podcast that is here to remind folks that the PI and API is not silent and that it stands for Pacific Islanders. Now, when I call this inaugural, that's probably not the most accurate term. We were doing these podcasts about six to seven years ago through islandesia.net. However, over the years, you know, my sister and I have had projects and it kind of took us all over the place, but the world is changing and we need to speak up and be heard as more than grass hut living, hip shaking, pandana skirt and loincloth wearing objects of their sexual gaze and sports fanaticism. That said, thank you for tuning in. And um, how about we hear some Pacifica beats while I try to catch my breath after that moment of increased cortisol. So we're going to kick off a series and we totally encourage everybody to um, contribute, whether you want to do it by email or you want to do a call in, you want to leave messages, however you feel is best for you. But we're going to do a series about um, API. And this is because I was told, because of my sense about the API or Asia Pacific Islander categorization or identity or whatever you want to call it, I was told that I was salty. And um, I was told this by a half Asian, half white woman. And I've been sitting on this statement. This happened maybe a year ago, by the way. Um, I've been sitting on this statement for a while and I've just kind of been thinking about said saltiness. Um, So a few years back, there was an article written by Julie Feng and it was about the movie Aloha and everyone and their moms was like up in arms about Emma Stone being cast as I think an Asian or mixed Asian character and that's the part that came up all the time was that Emma Stone was being cast as an Asian or mixed Asian character and the reason this article stuck with me was because of this one line 
Asian, 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 Asian. Many of the articles do address Native Hawaiian concerns, but always as a side note. They are all centering Asian Americans at the expense of Pacific Islander voices. So there's that article. Um, and then this year, Conrad Lihi Lihi wrote a piece, and I honestly cannot remember where I first saw it because I've seen it so many times since. And honestly, the title said it all. Dear Asian Americans, stop erasing Pacific Islanders. So, um, the article itself, it was about the film project Niihau, which at the time was in pre-production. And it was about how they'd cast actor Zach McGowan in the lead role of Ben Kanahele, a Native Hawaiian man who's actually kind of the, he's the central character of the historic Niihau incident. So again, that name, Ben Kanahele, Zach McGowan. So, you know, the PI community had something to say about the whitewashing and all the historical inaccuracies, and for good reason. Um, it was the last two paragraphs of the article that really stuck with me. Um, and just keep in mind that the author identifies as Native Hawaiian, so that's the POV here. Since Hawaii was taken from our people, and since even before then, we have been fighting for our voice and for fair and proper representation. Efforts to erase this history and this struggle, often efforts thoughtlessly championed by Asians, don't help. Indeed, they compound the hurt. Asians have had their stories out there for decades. Asian and Asian American storytellers are already fighting for representation. By comparison, it feels like Polynesians are being rewritten and reclaimed, often by our own Asian so-called allies, before we've even had a chance to introduce ourselves. personal bone I have to pick with the API category is the fact that it is not inclusive. I'll go on Twitter and I'll look at stuff on the timeline on the feed and I'll see the hashtag API all over it because I mean that's obviously what we're following. I would say nine times out of ten it'll say the hashtag API but really what they mean is just the A part. The PI becomes silent, I guess, just by default, because they're not talking about Pacific Islanders. And let's face it, Pacific Islanders are really only grouped in because of proximity. We're neighbors. It's not necessarily cultural similarities, historical similarities. It's not, no, it's because we're next door. That's, that's how, yeah, we're just grouped in by proximity. I take issue with the fact that we're an afterthought in that aspect. I take issue with the fact that for API programming, API and media, you go to Huffington Post and there's an API section, right? It's called Brazen Asians. I'm a Pacific Islander. You go to the website Asians Doing Everything and it's, it says it's about Pacific Asians, Pacific Islanders. It says API or AAPI, however, whichever. The point is it's supposed to be Asian Pacific Islander. 
but the website is called Asians Doing Things. And my personal pet peeve, and it's I'm I'm sure I'm going to upset people that I don't want to upset by saying this because I actually respect the people who are part of this project. However, there is a radio show in Portland, Oregon, and it is called Pacific Underground. Um, as far as I can tell, there are no Pacificans, Islandians, if you will, who are actually part of the show. Although, if I go and look at iTunes on their March 3rd, 2016 broadcast, it is titled, When Will Pacific Islanders Get Their Due? And it's 14 minutes long. And mind you the title, When Will Pacific Islanders Get Their Due? It's actually about COFA, the Compact of Free Association, COFA residents. So it's about uh, people from the Republic of Palau, the Federated States of Micronesia, and the Marshall Islands. And that's very, COFA issues are very specific to them because it's a matter of US policy. But, you know, whatever, Pacific Islanders, we're in the ocean, so I guess just group us together like we get grouped in with everyone else, right? The summary for this show. Uh, there are over 30,000 people in the U.S. with roots in the Republic of Palau, the Federated States of Micronesia, or the Marshall Islands. They've been long forgotten and ignored in American life, but after years of speaking up and speaking out, they're finally beginning to be heard. Which is like an interesting throwback description to Conrad Lihilihi's article, so. There actually was another Pacific Underground podcast that I took issue with, and I I'd actually discussed it in a kind of impromptu pre-inaugural episode of this podcast that I had posted on um, Bumpers FM, which I use for like personal podcasting stuff. Um, and it was a show from this year, I believe it was from sometime in June, 2017. And the show was titled Names. Actually, initially the show was titled Asian Names. The summary, or at least the part of the summary that I remember was that our names play an interesting role when it comes to our API identity. And on top of the complex background behind a person's name, many AAPIs have the added layer of having both an American and an Asian name that ultimately plays a role in how we see ourselves and some other stuff. But what I thought was really funny about that is, while it is true, I, I personally have an American and a Palau name, um, I'm not Asian. Like, I'm not. Like, I don't have an Asian name. My grandma, because she's Asian, has an Asian name, but I'm not Asian. I don't identify as Asian. I really have, like, the least amount to do with Japan, except that I studied it for a bit and I still can barely read. And so, I'm sorry if I offended some anyone who has anything to do with Pacific Underground. I mean, I really do like and respect the people who I met when the show was kind of in the planning process and the planning stages. However, I don't think Pacific Underground is necessarily the most accurate of names. And these are just, this is just kind of my like loose ranting and raving about the API identity because we want to hear what you think. We're going to have my sister Lillian um, in our next episode and she's going to talk about that and we're going to bring everyone we can on to talk about it. Not necessarily right away, but it's going to be a common thing that you're going to hear about because it's problematic. It's upsetting. It's it's us disappearing. It's us being erased on a fairly regular basis. And I mean, 
we have the month of May, but we don't. I'm gonna sit here and simmer in my saltiness a little bit and I'm gonna take you some more music. <laughs> and we'll be back after that. Getting back to the whole, I'm salty about the API umbrella. You're damn right I'm salty about the API umbrella. Growing up in Portland, Oregon, which by the way is incredibly white, I spent a greater part of my formative years being mistaken for more oftentimes than not Mexican. Uh, if someone happened to see my father, then they would go automatically, oh, she's Blasian, she's, she's Black Asian. And yes, Blasian was the term they often used. Um, some people were actually a little more creative and specific and I would become Blambodian. I've also been Black in these. It wasn't until maybe when I was in high school that people would actually kind of hazard a guess that maybe, are you Hawaiian? Which was really as close as it ever got. And in all honesty, as far as I can remember, I didn't even get to choose Pacific Islander as a racial category on official documents until I was in high school. Prior to that, I could I could be Asian or I could be other, but I didn't actually exist as a Pacific Islander. And that really shouldn't come as a shock because I think I was in kindergarten or maybe preschool when I was, I got in trouble for adding Palau to a globe or an atlas. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it wasn't on there. So I drew a dot and I labeled it as Palau and I got in trouble for number one, defacing school property, but number two, making up countries. So that was mentioned to my parents when they picked me up from school. I believe it was to my father who very patiently and tolerantly pointed out that we are indeed Palauan people and Micronesia is indeed a thing. And if I'm not mistaken, the same thing happened to my sister years later when she was in school, so it shouldn't have come as a shock. But just because it doesn't come as a shock doesn't actually make it better. So fuck yeah, I'm salty. And that's just the truth. That's my truth is that I'm salty about it. But how do you feel about the Asian Pacific Islander category? and how it affects representation for you. Let us know and we will talk about it more in the next episode of the Islandesian Experience, the podcast that is here to remind people that the PI and API is not silent, it stands for Pacific Islanders, because that's what we are.